Welcome to the Air We Weeb. My name is Tim, and I am joined here to- today by... Science Assistant Az! Az! And today we have a real-life scientist. Yes, we do. Introduce yourself. No, we don't. I'm not a scientist, but I'm Alex. Hello. Alex, long-time listener of the show. He builds spaceships. <laughs> this has been yes. my plan the whole time to get on the show. Yes, we've... Uh... Killed Sean and Weeb, so they're not here today, and we replaced them with Alex. Good, good. We've petrified them in stone. Yeah. Yeah, we petrified them, and we broke the statues. Well, Sean became one with plants, actually. Yeah, probably. But if you couldn't tell what show we reviewed by that, we reviewed Dr. Stone Season 2, uh, Stone Wars. I don't know about everyone else, but I really enjoyed Season 1, and I also really enjoyed Season 2. I did too. I really liked season one and season two, I think kind of went off a little bit in a weird direction that I wasn't a fan of, but still would recommend still like it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was still a good show. It's just a little bit different. Well, it's much shorter for one thing first because season one was 20, I think 24 episodes and then season two was only 11. So really, it's just a focus on this this war between the two sides, uh, which we won't spoil yet. Um, We're going to do just a quick little description what would be called normally the weebopsis minus weeb um and then we'll do a spoiler announcement after that and we'll do like a proper synopsis full of spoilers later um so if you don't want to listen to spoilers tune out um if you don't want to know anything about the show just watch the show and then come back and listen yeah it's only 11 episodes so just put a pause for like six hours and you're good very to go. easy to binge too yeah, it goes by fast. Mm-hmm. This season, uh, I'm not going to talk about season one very much. Uh, season two, it's basically continuing where we left off in season one. We have the Kingdom of Science, led by Senku, scientist at heart who loves everything relating to science, and his whole group of the villagers versus Tsukasa, who is the leader of... They're not really a name for him. I call them, I guess, like the Reset Army, because they're all about resetting humanity uh without weapons and they don't want science because they think it's it's bad and it leads to bad things and that's pretty much it it's just on that this like final battle between them would you guys recommend it yes sorry i already said i would recommend it yeah i think it's i mean we pretty much said we all enjoyed it so i think we would also also recommend it (laughs) i don't recommend it actually i think you should skip this one and only watch season three season three like you don't need the first two seasons of a show ever so i mean i i kind of think you might be able to skip this season in the future but for now definitely watch it it depends where the show goes yeah i think towards the ending this is gonna be an important season because it kind of sets up their long-term goal yeah i think it's a i think the season is important (laughs) Um, just to kind of put the conclusion on the intro of the show, basically, because mm-hmm. this was essentially just a prologue to what I think the real show is going to be. Yeah, the final episode's even called, what is it called? Dr. Stone Prologue? Prologue of Do- right. Dr. Stone. And which makes so, sense. With the last. All right, so now, uh, spoilers, we're going to talk about the show in depth, uh, so if you don't want to know about that yet, please go away now and come back later. Yeah, get out of here, nerds. Okay, so um, this would normally be called the Shonopsis, who uh, would be led by Shauna doing it. 
but Shauna's not here, so I'm going to do it. Um, Shanopsis, basically, I kind of implied this. There's not a whole lot in terms of the plot, because it just revolves around these two sides uh, coming to meet at this battle over the Miracle Cave, uh, which has this mixture that's like bat guano and some other stuff, I think. And it is able to revive people out of their petrified states, uh, which is important. Uh-huh. And they also need it for to create gunpowder, uh, which would help them basically... The, nit- the nitric acid? Nitric yeah, acid. the nitric acid. Nitric, yeah. uh, which basically able to create gunpowder and would basically ensure that victory for their side. Because there's no way you can beat someone that has access to gunpowder and can do explosions and all that. As Japan really saw months ago. <laughs> months ago, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, only other thing, like, significantly story-wise is at the end, uh, Tsukasa turns, and he uh, becomes a good guy. He teams up with Senku in the Kingdom of Science, which is... I don't know if he turns. He, <laughs> yeah, he's willing to make a temporary alliance. It's kind of more of what it seems like. Like he's like, oh, if you if you do what you promise and you help revive my brain dead sister, and it works, then uh, we'll have like a a peace. I guess I don't know because it's like he's like I'm if I'm still kind of uh, dedicated to this goal, but we'll see basically. Mm-hmm. But then he gets turned on by his own right hand man, uh, Hyoga, and. Who sort of has hints, like, the entire time. That right. He's... And Tsukasa's a little naive to not see yeah. it. His entire goal <laughs> is to build a perfect world by getting rid of adults. Yeah, he's so... probably doomed from the start. But um, Hyoga turns on him because he wants, basically, uh, to be the ruler of this new world and wants to rule it pretty ruthlessly. He loves violence. And um, he stabs Tsukasa, who has to get put into this frozen state by Senku. Um, who then sets off with his squad to find the origin of where the whole thing started with the petrifying beam. So he can later petrify Tsukasa and hopefully revive him fully healed after that. I feel like we skipped completely over Krom getting kidnapped and having his own entire arc. It's just like one episode. Yeah, I'm not convinced that that matters for the story as a whole. I feel like that's important to him. Yeah, okay, maybe for his, like... He's motivated to do things on his own again instead of only relying on Right, for his development, it's important. What is everybody's overall opinion of the show with, like, the story, the characters, the tone, etc.? Overall, I would say, like I said, I really enjoyed it. It's a very fun show. It's light. Um, And I, I really enjoy the central issue at heart, which is that morality issue of like should we be doing what Sukas is doing which is kind of there's only so much fluid that'll probably be able to revive everyone so we have to pick and choose who we're going to revive and then should we also not have science because obviously today living in the 21st century you see the issues um around like war like guns bombs all these issues that kind of climate change because of humans and what they were able to use with uh, technology, so... I feel like if this show was made before or after COVID, though, maybe there'd be a little detour on that. Yeah, I think so. Um, maybe maybe season three, they'll be like, oh yeah, remember that 
that pandemic we went through right before this all happened. Oh no! Now they <laughs> that won't. Would be... They won't change. I don't think they'll change the complete story of the manga. Probably not. Yeah, which I have. I don't haven't read the manga, so I don't know how far along that is compared to the the show. Oh, I have no clue either. I just know it come it it. I think it's one of the few jump shows that or jump series that also just kind of every week it's there. You'll mm-hmm. see it. Hmm. Like I don't know if the mangaka needs has needed a break i guess i should say unlike some of the other shows where it's very obvious like or shows series basically it's like i said it goes like it's a very like comedic show as well like a lot of like gags and i like the characters and yeah that's pretty much it yeah i I think that's kind of the big thing for me is i think it does a really good job with the comedy as opposed to a lot of anime where i think they try and kind of miss the mark i feel like it's pretty consistent in that aspect um, but i but i also think that like the point you just made at the very end the characters are super likable throughout the show at least the ones that you're supposed to like um, and so i think you can kind of easily just jump in watch the show and it's just funny you like the characters it's easy to get through it doesn't feel like a slog ever it's like cotton candy it's an enjoyable fun show with some learning aspects they do a good job making the quote-unquote villains likable yeah a too. bit I don't know, I'll just echo what everyone else said, because you guys took all the good points. Okay. I will say, the one complaint about this season, which I think Alex and I talked about too, because we both uh, watched the show as it was coming out, they really sort of just kind of sidelined all the science bits and the teaching. Yeah. I, I, before the podcast, I made a list of all the science, like all the inventions that they came up with through the episode, through the this season too, and they're all like, we made a tank off screen mostly. Or we made stun grenades <laughs> off screen. Yeah. Or yeah. You, like everything that they do, they're just skipping as fast as they can through it so they can kind of get to the main conflict of the series. That's true. Yeah. I didn't even think of that, but it, it does get uh, kind of streamlined in favor of yeah moving towards this battle because uh, the pacing is quite quick because of this 11 episode format for this season. Right, it seemed like they wanted to speed up this season, get to the main stuff mm-hmm. in the next season, mm-hmm. uh, and not waste like all their money making a full-length season just for yeah. this one kind of prologue arc. I will say, though, because yeah. we can get into the best points of the show now, um, the best points to me are still that they do have that science uh, kind of core to the, to the story and how they use it. Yeah, I just think it's so interesting and fascinating to get this real science in the clever ways that they find to use it to accomplish their goals and get past their obstacles the phone communication is key yeah it's just insane that they'd be able to do that in like basically a primitive world or stone world as they say yeah i think it probably would be pretty hard i don't know if you guys have seen kind of making a a tangent that video like ted talk on this guy who tried to make a uh toaster completely from scratch like he mined the materials for it and he kind of did everything to make it fully from scratch and it took him like i actually don't know how long a super long time to do it and it ended up being like a piece of trash at the end (laughs) wow well at least he tried that's cool though it is cool but it's kind of looking at this show in that light it's like oh maybe they wouldn't be able to do this but the theory is there yeah that's technically possible the heart is there some of their stuff is pretty trash yeah it's like yeah kind of it's it's admirable that they at least try and you can see how it could work at least and i mean people like even when season one came out people were making that senku cola 
after yeah that was easy i mean yeah alex that's actually pretty easy and it came out relatively good it's not like something i would drink every day but i mean it doesn't hold a candle it was a fun little experiment coca-cola but you know yeah well there's no when you're living in a barren stone world you gotta make do Mm -hmm. but i do i do think on that point at least in the first season one of the things that i liked too is senku is focused all on the theory of how to make all these things but it still takes a bunch of iterations sometimes to, for them to actually get it right mm-hmm. because he doesn't yeah. actually he's never like made a cell phone from scratch before so they kind of have to go through that process of kind of figuring out sure we know theoretically how to do this but how do we actually make the thing right it's yeah. crazy that he's able to even remember all this uh, especially after so long yeah. like that he would have all this information in his brain that he could pull out whenever he needs to well it's all stored in his little green onion hair right <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what are you guys' uh, best points of the show? Stop taking them all. It's the science and the comedy. <laughs> well, I didn't say the comedy was the best point. I just said the science stuff. I mean... Oh, well, we talked about the, we talked about both these things. They're the best points yeah, of the it's, show. It's the characters, the science... And the characters, yeah. The comedy, the way it meshes all nicely together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then... Uh... It really doesn't use the, like... There's never, like, fan service, really. Yeah, not really. As far really. as I recall. No. Not like a lot of other shonen. It, there's like the opposite of sand service. Instead of getting girls, we get weird bug humans. <laughs> bug humans? That is cool. Oh, like... Look at her. She's like I was a thinking bug. more like fish, but bug works too. <laughs> nah, look at those eyes. Who, it's like what was bug. that girl's name? Uh, Homura with the pink? The gymnast? Oh, I hated looking at her. Yeah, her character design uh, is kind of rough. Yeah. A lot of the... the Okay, we can get to worst points. If nobody has any other best points they want to add. Oh, uh, there's some there's some art trial star choices. Yeah. There's a lot of art that just does not yeah, work. Yeah, the together. art. Yeah. <laughs> like with characters. A lot of designs. the women characters uh, just look like completely the same. Like their eyes and everything, their hair. Even the ones that aren't related. Yeah. My years of inbreeding. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, come on. Like, like, like you have like Senku, who's like really interesting to look at. And his design's really cool. And then you have all these other people yeah. that are, like, so boring and ugly. I think Senku might be on, like, top ten best design, like, protagonist. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so he's super instantly recognizable with the hair and his eyes, his face, and his outfit, even. I like that. It's like a weird, like, yeah. primitive, like, science-y kind of, almost like a lab coat, you could describe it as. Yeah, the, the character designs were the big one, I think. And like we discussed before, like this time they really sort of like hand waved a lot of the sciencey bits. Like off screen, I did this, 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 and now mm. we're done. I will say, at least in in most of those cases, they have the little mecha senku come up and it's like, oh, this yeah. is how we did it, just like in ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. but it's still not really a good su- substitute. He definitely showed up less this season than he did the last season. If they, you know, how they did like the mini series last season, like the little mini episodes. I kind of wish they did that with the, some of the science bits that they cut out. Mini episodes? Yeah, I don't cool. know. I don't remember. Yeah, there was like little tiny like mini things they did. I don't I can't remember if they were the end of the episodes or if they were like separate. But it would have been nice if they just like, I guess it'd probably be hard because, you know, this was finished during pandemic. True. Like high time. So true. But at the same time, another tangent, I'm watching Reincarnated as a Slime. And they did a, a intermediate series public or made by a different company where it's just like exactly what I want from Dr. Stone, where it's in between all of the stuff that's going on, just 
what is everyone doing and what are all of the things that we miss because we're trying to like mainline the plot Mm -hmm. i think that would be cool but again it's expensive and kind of takes away from making future seasons i guess yeah speaking of like jump uh, really doesn't put as much money as the light novel publishers do i remember when the first season came out uh they had this interesting like behind the scenes video on youtube where they went into the anime studio and just kind of showed what all these people were doing to make the show and that was like the first time Mm -hmm. i think i'd ever seen kind of that that in-depth look at how anime gets made and it's just really cool i do like the show a lot but it might seem like i'm going kind of hard because i feel like there's a lot of like little things that just like bugged Mm. me when i was watching the show that kind of built up like normally if it's just a couple small things you can ignore it but they just build up to be much bigger Uh and kind of one of those things that we haven't talked about is pretty much everyone in this show always knows what everyone else is doing and thinking oh and as as and i have talked about this before too it's like (laughs) yeah um senku is kind of off totally on his own and they're making this tank and then it'll cut to sukasa and it's like the next thing for Senku to do is make a tank. Mm-hmm. It's like, eh, that doesn't necessarily make sense. <laughs> yeah. So before they even get there, they already have a trap for the tank. Yeah. All these characters are like, like, like Sherlock Holmes. Like they're thinking 10 steps ahead. They have like this crazy deductive reasoning. Everyone has an IQ of 300 <laughs> plus. Exactly. They're all the, like the anime trope with the glasses pushing up. Like, oh yeah. Except for Yo. Yo is the only stupid character. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed him as just like a gag He's character. like the comic relief. Yeah. Yeah, that pops up every yeah. once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of going off of that, my worst points, uh, I know we talked about the science and how that kind of took a back step. I also don't like, like really don't like how they go and use the petrification and the revival fluid as kind of this miracle solution when they can't figure things out using science. Because it's just very, it's very at odds with the show and like how they use the science and it's real and you can do this. And it's like they tout science and then they do this, they have this very unscientific thing that's basically just fantasy or science fiction and whatever. And they're trying to like, oh, yes, we can, we can heal, we can revive people. Glue everyone together. No, you can't do that. I kind of have slightly mixed feelings about that though, because... It kind of is science to have this kind of observed phenomenon that you see, like everyone got turned into stone by this crazy laser beam, yeah. mm-hmm. and then try and turn it into something that you can use for kind of to pr- progress your society or help people or things like that. And so I think it's kind of not modern science, but it's still taking the scientific method to like the logical conclusion in this world right yeah applying once they learned that because basically senku is the first person that learned that when he was supposedly killed right by uh sukasa and he was able to right. heal his broken neck well technically he learned it before <laughs> yeah technically he learned <laughs> he, it before he was testing on the birds <laughs> oh right 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 yeah so it just took them a while to figure out like oh we can put these people back together and start uh reviving them and we can use it like if somebody gets injured we can revive them like they're going to do now with Sukasa. so i guess that does make sense in that regard although there is some non-scientific stuff in there like we don't know how to freeze someone in a way that we can revive them later and if you probably yeah. can't just put the pieces back together of these cracked statues <laughs> and, and then be perfectly healed perfectly fine. yeah but they it'd be kind of funny if they go into in a future season like just body horror of like oh you're missing 
all of your inter- internal organs because we couldn't find the pieces, but you're still alive. But they do. They even mention like the... in the show, <laughs> like they like when they're reviving one person, they're like, like, oh, what would happen if it didn't work? Like, oh, it'd be this bloody mess. Like body parts would be everywhere, <laughs> and they're like, oh. And so they they at least acknowledge it, and even for the freezing thing, like sukasa says that doesn't that's never happened like that's like science fiction yeah and they're able to do it somehow still i guess in that well, you have to rely they can revive they just right it. right you have to rely on like the magic bit of the laser yeah. beam that we just don't know at this point well like even like going back to the the whole cracking thing like the whole thing about the revive people like those black lines are meant to be like cracks that they got mm-hmm. when they were stone right right but are they actually cracks or are they just black lines on their face because wouldn't that would that be painful if they They must just be black cracks on their face yeah well they were like they were like cracks they got that then healed back together from the i guess you could think of them as scars maybe yeah Yeah. i think that's what they're meant to be but it doesn't really come across Mm -hmm. well i like how they everyone has like unique scars relating to that mm-hmm. yeah. like um Kyoga had the really crazy design by his mouth that he mouth. hides that was really yeah. cool yeah it makes the character designs interesting but also distinguishes from the villagers who don't have that so you can easily tell who's yeah. been revived and who hasn't right right and I could imagine in a f- the future civilization uh if that's what happens yeah. um what would everyone look like once they've been procreating for generations I haven't Who even knows? thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they all have cracks on them. Like on the shows, are they all going to look normal again? <laughs> Probably look normal, I would guess. Yeah. Assuming they revive everyone, it's mostly going to. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we just don't know that, I guess, and they probably won't get into it in the show if I had to guess. Well, two people are basically married, so. Married. Yeah. What's his face and his his friend girlfriend? They're basically married. I don't even at know this who point. you're talking about. Taiju. The best friend, dude. Yeah. Oh, okay. Technically, Senku was married. I don't think they're even in a relationship, though. Like, before they were petrified, he liked her. And I don't think he ever confessed to her, did he? Nah, they're totally in a relationship. Yeah, they must be. I mean... It's one of those things that they probably just don't talk about in the show, but... It's, like, very obvious from the way they act around each other. Yes, it's obvious, but I don't know if it's official, you know? It's not a fish... It doesn't need to be official to us to be a fish. <laughs> no, and it's like the only real. Which it's the honestly, only real ship brings us the best ship. It's mm. the best ship. Yeah, I mean it's the only ship, and it's Although, not that great. <laughs> I like Krom and Priestess Girl too. What's her name? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can't remember her name either. The other twin. <laughs> no, the best ship is obviously Senku and Science. Like that's the only ship. Oh really. yes. Yeah. Well, I think next Melon season we're going to get a new best ship based only on the fact that they're going sailing. Oh. <laughs> Alex comes on the show and he brings all of the jokes with him. No. I just, I, I just got what you were doing for. <laughs> it really took me a long time. No, there's not really a best ship in this show. It's no, just not I, I enjoy that. that there's not really any stupid romance yeah. plot it's lines like, to do. Although they're really sort of pushing Kohaku and Senku, I feel. Really? Maybe a little bit. Maybe not. I thought no, it was no, Kohaku maybe not and pushing. They're alluding. Kohaku and Chrome, yeah. yeah. For sure. Not Kohaku and Yeah, Chrome. I thought that yeah. was what they were doing. The other girl. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Sorry. Kohaku is not <laughs> the priestess lady. It's her sister. Kohaku's the oh, yeah, Kohaku's yeah. the the warrior. Yeah. Warrior girl. The gorilla. Yeah, the gorilla. Yeah. 
Yeah, she she and Chrome, I think, are being pushed to be shits. You think she and Chrome? No. Chrome's gonna be Mary, what's her face? The priestess girl. We should just look up her name at this point. She's like, she's barely. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to look at she's it. She's not even in the, the show anymore. Like, she's there, but she she literally hasn't done anything since season one. Yeah, because the only people they focus on in this season are the people who are going to fight. Yeah. yeah, but like, but she was a future, pretty important character, wasn't she, in back. the first season? Like, they gave her a lot of yeah, time. Yeah, her... the, the whole plot is healing her because she's sick so yeah i'm sure she'll come back in next season now uh, that she'll just kill worry her about having just like the fighters i don't know about that <laughs> she's it's useless rory. killer her name is rory <laughs> why do you want everyone to be killed not enough death sorry i don't think anyone's gonna die in this show you can revive anyone i know there's gonna yeah. be no stakes anymore because everyone's gonna be able to be here senku's whole thing is he doesn't want to kill anyone well that's not really senku's that's uh ukyo's thing I think Senku could kill people if he thought he needed Maybe. to. Yeah, if he needed to. But mm-hmm. I, it also seems like he won't. I get the sense that he would never kill somebody. I feel like I feel like he does have his own personal moral code that he sticks with. Like he just shocks that dude. But like, let's be honest, that amount of voltage probably would kill that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, I think he gives well, off the appearance like, oh, I don't care really. Like, I would be okay doing either way, whatever is logical. But I think deep down he does kind of care about saving people. And I don't think he would do it people. by choice. I don't think he would yeah. harm anyone by choice. But I think, you know, there's a situation I can imagine where a need arises. Yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, the whole, they're all superhuman? Yeah, I was going to say that too for bad points of like everyone has superpowers. But it's really, yeah. this is another thing that we've talked about as, it's really just yeah. Ukyo, who I was just talking about, who has like this crazy echolocation power. Everyone else is just either buff or smart. Well, Tsukasa is like insanely like... Punch a lion to death, to man. He's like in high school, like... Okay, that's realistic. He's the strongest high schooler. And right. he, but I, I, and there's a uh, Hyoga who can like, freaking, he's practically a ninja, and he's probably also in high school. Isn't, I got, isn't basically everybody like almost in this show high school age? Hyoga is yeah. twenty in his twenties. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Looking that makes sense because he was working on a a subway, and I don't think high school kids would be doing that. Oh, yeah. Yukio? I don't know how old Yukio is. I don't think they say his uh, age. That's but that's say. kind of the point, though, is he gets his superpower because he is a sonar operator, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense that you'd get good hearing because of that, or you'd need good hearing to do that job anyway. So it's a little... Yeah. The show, one of those yeah. little tiny things where it's like, yeah, you just have to spend, suspend your disbelief, like, five times an episode. <laughs> the science is key, but there's also some room for... Mm-hmm the imagination there's definitely yeah yeah homer is probably the most realistic of all the well the gymnast i don't know i don't know if being a gymnast lets you like <laughs> swing through trees if you've never Listen, practiced she's become a ninja through the power well, she also had form. like spider senses at one point like when uh kohaku was chasing her and like was about to hit her i think from behind she like oh, she like she like that. immediately sensed it from behind and like got out of the way i think and it's like, okay, yeah. Being a gymnast apparently means you could sense 3D space With around you. Spider-Man was a gymnast, clearly. Oh, true. He was able to, you know, swing around like a gymnast. So maybe it's connected. Yeah. Maybe I should become a gymnast. Gymnast powers. <laughs> yeah, get Spider-Man powers, you know? <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, oh, best boy, best girl. Let's start 
Yeah, yeah. Best boy for me has to be Chrome. I think oh. I think Senku's cool, and so it's it's easy to just mm-hmm. pick Senku, but I think mm-hmm. Chrome is just like I don't know, more immediately likable character because he's always excited about learning new things. And sometimes he gets the science wrong, but he kind of like, you know, fudges his way through. I have a lot of respect for just his attitude throughout the whole show compared to Senku, who just knows everything. Yeah, I love the the part where he's trapped and he has to figure out a way to get out and how he gathers all the materials and how he fails, but he tries again. They do kind of cheat because they give him the battery, but, you know... But I also like about that that he ends up being wrong. He makes something that he doesn't intend to make, but it still has similar properties. Yeah. And so right. when he gets back to Senku, he's like, actually, no, you didn't do what you thought you did. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny. You actually didn't do what you needed to do, but it still worked. <laughs> That's what science is all about. But I also like him just from the perspective of he's just important to the series as a whole because he kind of takes apart um, Tsukasa's yeah. argument in the sense of like, even if you don't revive everyone and you just keep like a small society of people that are kind of relatively primitive or at least not going to get to that crazy level of like weapons and stuff like that. You're still going to have people like Chrome that come up that even if they weren't born in modern society, they're going to still start that line of progression. Mm -hmm. I think it's kind of a criticism of his argument in a person. Yeah. You can't control people like that or you can micromanage their like, their inspirations, desires. their desires, like what they're interested in. Like they're going to express yeah. themselves. Yeah. What about uh, Best Girl? Best Girl. I feel like most of the Melon female girl. characters, it is Melon Girl, but I feel like most of the female characters in the show don't have a huge role. Yeah. Except right. for um, Kohaku. I can't remember. Kohaku kind of and kind of um, Nikki. Nikki? The... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She has more of a role in this season. Who's Nikki? I can't remember who that is. She's she's the person that they pull on their side using the phone. Yeah, the obsessive fan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... I think she has a little bit of a role in kind of like bringing people onto their side. But yeah, it has to be uh, Suika, Melon Girl, just because she's always funny and has interesting little bits in the series where she pops up and does some recon work. I like when she wears the detective outfit. It's kind of funny. (laughs) She was definitely Best Girl season one. I don't know about season two because she's barely in it. She's there, but yeah. she kind of takes a back seat. She still but... pops up to investigate when Chrome is being kidnapped and stuff. But that's, yeah, pretty much it. The scenes where they show, like, random, like, parts, and then it, like, zooms out, or zooms in, and it's just like, here's the melon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, Suika's best girl, obviously. Best boy, it's really hard to choose between Senku and Krom, yeah. Senku's, like, meant to be super likable, I guess. He's, like... He's the Gojo of this series, if you will. If you watch Jujutsu Kaisen, he's, that's Gojo. He's, yeah, he's OP. He's he's the guy. He's he's literally made that you'll fall in love with him. But from like a, a relatable standpoint, I think Chrome is more of a relatable guy. He's more he just, relatable, he but is he learn. best boy? That is the question. Yeah, it's hard to say, you know? No, I think yeah. for me... It's easily Senku's best boy, just as he was season one, because he is the main character. He is cool. He is his design is awesome, and it all revolves around him and his big brain. Um, I think Chrome Chrome onions. is a good second. I think also with uh, with Gen Asagiri Gen. Um, yeah, uh, Gen. Yeah, I love him and what he's like become like a right hand man almost to uh, Senku and how he tricks people. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's freaking, he could become this uh, American pop star, Lillian Weinberg. <laughs> and I love how they force him to speak English. And it's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> sure. But um, uh, for me, did you say best girl ass? You said Suika, right? Yeah, Suika's best nah, girl. I mean. I can't, I can't imagine you could choose. I, I chose ass. Kohaku. I chose Kohaku. Why? Uh, I think Kohaku's a fine choice. Just because she's like literally the cool. only female character besides Yuzuria who like has some sort of, I guess Nikki, but. She really didn't She's have there the this. most and she does the most. Like she's protecting people. She's chasing and she's fighting. I mean, that's all she does really, but. It's important. She's just a gorilla. (laughs) She had no pivotal point to the series. She just was there. I think, do you guys think there would be possibly other quote-unquote uncivilized groups of people like they first found at the village? Basically, do you think anybody might have survived the original petrification? It seems like no. I feel like, yeah, if anyone survived, you would have some kind of remnant of that at least in the areas where they are in Japan. The only case where you'd have other people is if, like, it's the country that started, like, whatever it was, because we don't know what the laser thing came from anyway. If it's, like, people who knew that was going to happen and protected themselves, that's the only case I could see where that happened. Do you think anyone else would be, like, slowly broken out like Sinki was with the nitric acid stuff? Yeah, it seems likely. That could have happened elsewhere. Because, I mean, obviously the world is huge. Like, it could have happened over the thousands of yeah. years maybe not when senku like not when it happened to senku but it could happen at any point during that time yeah so yeah i think it's definitely getting possible. getting to kind of like one of the the worst or negative points i guess about the series as a whole too is it seems kind of weird related to that it seems kind of weird that they care so much about this one cave like they just need the yeah. bat guano from the cave there are bats everywhere you can just find some other place. but i thought it wasn't just the bat guano like there was some other stuff that made it particularly like unique because they call it a miracle some, cave, some other so mineral in like... the cave itself right yeah Maybe. i can't remember but i feel like it wasn't just that it's because it's bat crap and yeah. something but else. even then if you find it in one cave in an area yeah it seems likely it would be another place yeah, you could you could probably like easily that. like just recreate it on your own like if you could find some mm-hmm. bats or something maybe i don't know yeah so so based on how it's made it seems likely that it could have happened all over the place yeah. theoretically assuming it's not something like specific to that region yeah i think they'll mm-hmm, so. probably then just come across more petrified people and that's it and they'll, they'll have to revive them along the way that would be my guess but but then they must have the they're only going to have around. like a limited amount because they can't bring all of it on a ship so they must have just brought a small amount so clearly they're not planning on staying there is what i'm getting at they're going to probably have to come back at some point they gotta revive a sailor, right? <laughs> they're gonna need someone who knows how to sail a ship. Well, they're already sailing. Huh? They don't know. They're... I guess. Like, that's what they, they sure show they you at the end. They, they're sailing. They all have pirate outfits on. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I didn't take that to be, like, real. I, I took that, that as, like, like his a imagination, imagination mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it could be, Because yeah. it's like they always make, like, something a lot less grand than his actual mind yeah. imagines. Because it would be crazy if they skipped over entirely building a ship. In just like yeah. the first or the last, True. and it'll probably be something that doesn't look anywhere near close, like what they showed. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be some like raft. Yeah, almost. it's gonna be like a dainty little, yeah, yeah, like a canoe. It's gonna be like the equivalent of like the duct tape boat that Mythbusters <laughs> made. Yeah, I'm. Then I guess they're gonna have to find someone with sailing knowledge too, like with that journalist girl, who like knows everybody somehow. Yeah. yeah. Well, the last person they unpetrified was like a mom. Yeah, doctor, that's what I was gonna right? say. It's, was who? I, I'm not sure exactly why they brought him back. 
Who did they do? It's, um, it's some mangaka. I don't know if he's... Yeah, Gen revives a manga artist from the past. I wonder if that's just meant to be a self-insert. That's what I was gonna, gonna say. I don't know if it was just like, hey, let's say I'm alive in this universe. No, I think it's because um, Gen mentions it. I think is, the idea is like, there's like... They were trying to bring back... He's meant to chronicle... I thought his whole purpose was like chronicling their journey nah. by turning it into a manga and artistifying everything, nah, like adding art. To yeah, the world is that's what, what I thought was more of like they were bringing back art, entertainment, and all that kind of stuff back mm-hmm. into this stone world. And they started with the manga, I guess, and then they're gonna probably go get some filmmakers. Also, it's totally a self-insert. Come all on, that. you'll soon be doing the having podcast there too. Oh man, they already could. True. They have the voice recording equipment, right? Let's go to art, story, sound, voiceover review, anything that stood out. Obviously, we, we pretty much crapped on the art uh, in some aspects, <laughs> but um, anything else? Well, to to sort of uh, give the art a plus, like, there's some really good, like, character designs, obviously. And I think it's on purpose that, like, the art style of the revived people and the art style of, like, the oh, villagers yeah. feels kind of like different and off from each other like they don't mesh mm-hmm. yeah i think to a certain extent plus like if you consider who the villagers descend from they're yeah. not all japanese of course they're so all they should gonna... look different yeah but... they should yeah. look pretty messed up i don't know they do kind of i think they defects. i think they look worse than they should yeah listen <laughs> <laughs> they're all just weird inbred yeah what is like kind of hint at what uh, Kohaku would be to Senku. Like, is she, like, his sister Nothing, no. or They're something? They're not related yeah. at all. Byakuya is not related to Senku. They go very yeah. cl- make it very clear that they're not related yeah. by blood. Well, not she... his actual dad. Well, yeah, because that's his, like, stepmom, right? Technically, because she was with his dad. No, but it wasn't, it's not but his dad. But he's not his, yeah, he, yeah he's just not his, his bod- biological father. <laughs> yeah, he just adopted Really? Him. Yeah. How did you miss <laughs> that? Know, did they say that in season one? I forgot. Yeah. yeah, it's very clear. Why do they clear. look exactly alike? They don't! They, they look kind of similar, considering it's like crazy weird art style. You're talking about Senku, right? And his dad. <laughs> they yeah. don't look any more similar than any other anime characters. No, no, no. Like... We must be talking about different people, because Senku's dad looks exactly like Senku. Senku's dad does not look exactly they like They look exact similar, but not exactly. And they have the same eyes. They look similar, but not like related similar. They're crazy. That's my. But okay. No, I just read a lot more and watched a lot more shows that I can tell when characters are related. Whatever, you have bad eyes. Anyways. I, I would have assumed they were related if they didn't go out of their way to say it. Yeah. But it's not like mm, they I have guess. to be based on how he looks. Yeah. Okay, that's art. Right. What about the, like, the sound overall or the voiceovers? Anything stood out? I mean, I was. I, I like think most of the voice acting is really good. Senku yeah, I like Senku a lot. Yeah. And he's the same voice actor as uh, Subaru in ReZero. Subaru? Oh, really? I think he's good in that too. Oh yeah, I can hear it now. Yeah, uh, he's much better than Subaru. The character or the voice actor? (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Not to go into ReZero, but I think he's good in both. Yeah, I just don't really like Subaru. He he nails the character that he's playing. I think if you go back to our ReZero episode, I hated Subaru. You're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of the point. But yeah, I have no issues with the voice actors. I think most yeah. of the other ones are serviceable at best, at worst. Yeah, at least if you if you're talking about the Japanese voice actors, no problems. Did, 
Did anyone watch the no, dub? I didn't. No. So I can't speak to that. Okay. I was curious because I know, like, on the Wikipedia, it, like, specifically says before every episode of the dub, Funimation added the disclaimer that all the uh, voice actors were recording from the safety of their homes. So I was curious uh, how that might have sounded. Because I know there were some shows that aired, like, the Japanese, you could fairly clearly tell, like, the recording situation for different characters was very different. Like Coco Mio that Sean and I watched, you could tell, like, there was a lot of, like, differences between the quality of the voices. I didn't even consider that or think about that ever. Yeah, but it's interesting. Yeah, I might have to... I'm not yeah, going to so listen to the dub anyway. I might just check out, like, one yeah. episode and see if there's any difference, but... That's, like, an uncontrollable... They do the best of their abilities. Story is they they rush through it. <laughs> yeah, the pacing is a little fast. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, as is uh, a favorite section, opening and ending themes. I don't even have to talk about them alone this time. Yeah. Well yeah. You have a... They were really good songs. Like The songs crap. were good for sure. I liked the opening. Yeah. Ending I didn't really remember much, which is pretty pretty on track for most shows. Uh <laughs> at least with me. But the opening I did like. The opening, I liked the song for the opening, but I felt like yeah. the pacing was a little slow for the show. Yeah. Considering like yeah. that's the whole thing about the seasons, they're kind of rushing through everything, and then they sit in the opening for a couple scenes of just people standing around. Uh-huh. Doesn't seem yeah. to track super well, but it's like a minor thing because the song is good anyway. There's a little bit of spoilers, too. I like the, the part I like about the opening is like seeing everyone in their past. Mm, yeah, yeah. I really like seeing oh, the, yeah, right. uh, Ukyo on his little sonar station. What's her face listening to the music and Nikki? It's kind of it's pretty spoilery, though. I don't know. Th- that stuff, like technically you'd consider it a spoiler, but you yeah. wouldn't know unless well, you like, watch the show anyway that it actually spoils Like anything. you see these characters before they show up. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I don't think this is one of the evolving... Like, yeah. There's a part where they're literally walking with the tank. <laughs> yeah. So did you like the ending, though? The ending I loved. It's, oh, I was, yeah. the I was ending saying was before great. the show that it's one of the only endings for any anime that I'll watch every time. Because the song is good. The little uh, animation of Super... Or Super... Of Senku. Um, like, yeah. starting out as a child and growing up. And then, like, you get the green flash. And then everything decays. And then he comes back, I think, is kind of a cool way of in the ending kind of showing the progression of the show to this point yeah that was the only thing i remember liking about the ending but i can't remember this the music so if you don't know it's your first time listening we do one out of ten based on the my anime list rating system uh so like one being complete utter garbage would not watch ever again could barely get through one episode and 10 being like an absolute masterpiece stand out in the genre or whatever like you know and then five somewhere in the middle like just average so uh s what is your out of 10 rating i feel like i rate things too highly a lot but also like based on my other ratings i think i have to give this an eight so you gave season one an eight and you're giving this one an eight as well yeah like it's not enough to knock it down to a seven i think and the other things i have rated a seven i think are worse than this show yeah I don't think I'll bump it up. I don't, there's no reason for me to bump it up to a 9. Hmm. I think I still like season 1 better. Mm-hmm. But there were some really fun bits in this season. Season 1 had more just overall. Obviously it was longer. So that they were able to pace yeah, it out right. better. And they kind of had to introduce everything. Like 
and that was like obviously you're being introduced to it as an as a viewer for the first time and it was just so new mm. and unique so it had that going for it yeah and because it's longer you can kind of accept that some bits like were not as good as the standard of the rest of the series you can just kind of like put them in the back of your mind yeah. and say oh the show's great except for like these three episodes or whatever right mm-hmm. so i gave i gave season one and eight also not on the podcast but just for context and i think i would give this a seven because i think it is less good than season one as a whole and it is shorter and that's part of it mm-hmm. um, but if if it were just that i'd probably also consider it an eight because a seven to eight is a big jump but also in the like after watching season two i watched reincarnated as a slime and i feel like that does some of the things that i like in dr stone better than dr stone does because uh-huh. it's kind of yeah. got the similar kind of like benevolent civilization building stuff which i really liked from season one and they don't really do that in season two of dr stone right so after watching that show revised my opinion and gave it a seven which i think is fair i, I still think a seven is worth watching yeah i was when i was creating it i was between a seven and an eight uh season one I also graded as an eight, um, and I don't think season two is worse. Um, I think it's pretty much the same. Obviously, it has a little bit of the I wouldn't say a, I wouldn't say it's a pacing issue so much as they're literally just focusing a pacing on choice. this one thing, yeah, which is very mm-hmm. you know it's very condensed to this one. I don't even know how long the period of time it is that they're covering, but um, I can't knock off a whole point for that. I, on its own, I think, because it's basically still the, just a shame, the same show. The same things you liked about season one are still there. Maybe not as much, and they're kind of in the background, but they're still there. Do you think instead of 11 episodes, if they had that one more episode, like that 12 episodes fully? You think it'd be better for that? Do you think? Do you think? Um, yeah. I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Depends on what they would have yeah. shown, I guess. Like, if no. maybe they would have gave maybe the ending more time. I don't know, like the time after Sukasa's death. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I felt like they gave everything the appropriate amount of time that it needed. I'm going to get to one thing that I don't feel like they gave the time that it needed, which is kind of introducing Sukasa's sister kind of like at the very uh, end. Yeah. They don't yeah, really lead just... up to that at all. And so I think if they had an extra episode, maybe you could put something in there that's like... Like I enjoy that they gave him a backstory... And I enjoyed what it was, but it's just like something like Senku knew about it too. Like he somehow figured out that he had a sister who was yeah. brain dead that he was looking after. Like what? He's like, why would you be trying to earn money? Oh, your sister must be in a coma. <laughs> you must have a sister and she must have been in a coma <laughs> that you were paying for. Yes, obviously. Listen, medical bills, obviously. Yeah. Always. The you only... need money, it's medical bills. <laughs> the only defense for that is Senku intentionally revived him. So he must have known stuff about his past. True. Right. True. And um It's the only way I think you can kinda get around him just like magically knowing everything about him. I didn't see if she was on that, that ship imagination thing at the end, but I would assume she's gonna play a much larger yeah. role in season three. Mm, probably. Right? Do we know anything about her besides the fact that she's Sukasa's uh, sister? She likes to spy on people. Was that a thing? Yeah, she was like hidden in the bushes while she was looking at like the cave or like what they were doing. And then she got scared uh, when somebody, I think it was Kohaku maybe, showed up. But that's literally right, it. Right. Like, we know nothing else about her. She loves her brother. Yeah. She might, I would assume she probably feels some sort of guilt over him and what he did, mm. what he had to go through for her. Yeah. She might feel that, but I, I don't think that would be warranted. Because it's not like he really did it for no. her. 
but i i think that's kind of unavoidable for her at least right now yeah yeah she they made a point in the show that she's got the basically the mind of a six-year-old because she never actually mm-hmm. aged you're right because um, i think what she's probably i don't know if she's be the same age as sukasa no she's his younger sister right? yeah but she's probably not too much younger but like mentally Two she mentally and emotionally she hasn't aged because she's been in a coma that whole time she and suika are gonna be best friends and i'm ready for that oh uh, yeah i support it give her a melon helmet melon girls, <laughs> melon girls. the spinoff wait wait no don't no what is that like another show no i feel like that's a bad thing that's <laughs> a bad thing Way to go, Az. Yeah, way to make it. Are you making it like I unintentionally made an inappropriate oh, joke? And I'm of course, sorry. As making the lewd jokes, as he does. Hold up, we got an Urban Dictionary Melon Girls. <laughs> that was not. Um, so, did I say I, I gave the show, the season specifically, uh, an 8 out of 10? You did. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I think we all gave all our ratings, yeah? Yeah. Similar shows? Uh, uh, slime. Slime, yeah. <laughs> sure. So I've seen it already. I'll take your word for it. Dr. Stone's basically an isekai anyways. Yeah, yeah pretty, pretty much. much. Isekai. But I think of all the isekai, slime is the closest Yeah. to what Dr. Stone is kind of like, going for. Half slice of life, half... Although slime gets kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, it does, but that's... That, that's why I like this little slice of life season in between and think Dr. Stone yeah. should get that too. Because right. it gets crazy and it goes into plot. But what I'm really interested in is them like building up the town. Which yeah. is what they do in the, the town of building. Life a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The city builder aspect of the slime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the same as a lot of, mostly first season of Dr. Stone. A little bit of second yeah. season. They kind of have a similar be... thing going on where they pivot to being more like battle shonen. That was mine. You can't steal it from me. No, I stole it. I watched slime first. <laughs> yeah, I really don't have... What about the other slime focus? <laughs> I don't have. Oh, uh, I killed slime for three hundred years, and now I'm max level. Have you watched that show, as? Yeah, I've read the manga too. Oh, I watched a little it's, bit, and it was like, this is too much. It's very. Uh, it's got like some light Yuri vibes. It's just a wholesome show. It's very different. <laughs> I. It's not actually yeah. similar at all. <laughs> uh, if you like this show, you'll definitely like MythBusters. So go watch that. That's a great anime. <laughs> Yeah, Mythbusters, my favorite yeah. anime. Just watch that episode. Um, it's oh, not right. of Mythbusters. With, isn't there like a Carrie Byron reaction yeah, yeah. to Dr. Stone? Yeah, oh, just yeah. watch that. Oh, yeah, kind of she did that for Dr. About... Stone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 I watched that. That was really cool. And I think she she kind of came to a lot of the same conclusions that we did, where it's like, oh, the science is good, but the show is just like fun to watch. Like, Yeah. yeah. It's like, there's kind of a good... There's mix. a nice balance there. Isn't Adam Savage a total weeb? I don't know, but probably. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big Seems geek. Right. Might as well geek and we were pretty adjacent. Um, you can email us at the weeb at gmail.com if you have anything you want to say. Send us your science projects to failsquaredanaland.ca. <sighs> yep, yep. Do that. Uh, you can listen to us on wherever you pretty much can listen to podcasts, including YouTube. iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud. YouTube's. Yep, yep. Um, we are on Twitter at the Airway Weeb. You can add us there. Talk about something you listen to, whatever episode. Thank. Yeah, we got a special guest, Alex. Do you want to plug anything of yours, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Come check me out at www.alex.com. Wow, it's just I your name. Don't, you don't have the domain. I don't. What the domain name for that? No, I wonder if that's a website. <laughs> it probably is. That's definitely a website. I'm worried. <laughs> it shortly will be. 
Alex.com. It's just the Dr. Stone fan site. Uh, nobody has it. Hey, got lucky. I can take it. Okay. There you go. I have nothing real to plug. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Alex, for being on the show today and being our guest. Appreciate yeah, you listening to us. It was us. a good time. Yeah. The secret fifth. Yeah. Host. What if as what if Alex has always been there just listening? He's been in all, every call. I've just been silent. Maybe he's the producer, yeah. Yeah. If you ever hear a little bit of breathing that hasn't been cut out, that's me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um give us a like, follow, subscribe, comment, whatever. Let us know what you thought of today's episode. Uh next week we are going to be reviewing The Promised Neverland season two. It's gonna be pain for everyone. <laughs> As has kind of already been in that world, uh, I haven't watched it yet. Anyone who follows anime on any social media site knows the fact that we've all been disappointed by season two. Alex, have you watched it? Nope, I haven't even seen season one. Oh, season one was great. I loved it. You should watch it. Oh, season one is amazing. Yeah, I, I think it was one of the nines. And I that's gave. where it ends. It ends at the end of season one. <laughs> it's been on my list, but it's hard for me to jump in when I know the season two is kind of like poorly received. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, you can join us, though, for that pain next time on episode whatever. Honestly, season one is enough contained that I think the the having the nice open ending of season one is a good ending to the series. So that's pretty much it for today. Uh, weeb word of the day, I guess. Hey, Alex, do you have a weeb word of the day? <laughs> My weeb word of the day is... Actually, I don't know. I don't know what you picked, Tim. I was going to say it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I picked uh, morality in English, oh, which means... Dotoku. Just the Japanese. English word morality. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's, Weeps love morality. It's a uh, dotoku. 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 Something like that. Uh, which means, like I said, morality, which I only chose that because of, uh, like I brought up during the podcast, that central issue of, like, should we be reviving some people? Should we be destroying these statues? What's the morality of science itself and what it means for civilization? I got a great morality question oh, for you. Oh, if fun. Hitler was frozen <laughs> before the events of World War II, would you unfreeze him? Would I unfreeze him before World War II? <laughs> Just for fun? Yeah, before... No, before World War II, yeah. I mean, usually the, the morality question with Hitler is, would you go back in time and kill him as a baby, if you could? Listen, I'm trying to keep it <laughs> themed to the show. Okay. Well, yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> You would, you would revive Hitler. Hitler? Revive yeah, you're Hitler? You're going to revive Hitler. Um, I would revive him. That's what you yeah, just said. I would said revive yes him to. and then I would kill him. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you can. You just wouldn't like... let him kill himself. No, no. I mean, you can't just leave the guy frozen yeah. forever. You got to do something with him. Well, we're assuming it's like Dr. Stone. He's like actually dead, just frozen, right? Oh. In that sure. case. Is that how that works for the Well, then why is he frozen I... in the first place? Why would anybody want to freeze Hitler? Fair. Well, to like preserve <laughs> him, because otherwise you're going to be revived and you're like a weird zombie with no full, no like skin i guess that's a skeleton you'd become a skeleton <laughs> zombie with a no zombie skin. nazi i've no, never heard well, of that no that concept a zombie before. with no skin still has muscle please <laughs> yeah. fair enough you gotta rip the muscle and the tendons off to become skeleton so the re- the question for our listeners is if you met skeleton hitler what would you do to him <laughs> yes uh we will review these answers to these questions send them to feldscarden Bye. Thank you, folks. Bye. I hope Alex comes back.
okay, I'll suffer for the cause. We've got the basically the mind of a six-year-old. Weird zombie with no, full, no like, skin. 